Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Saturday, June 17th, 2017, and welcome to episode number 59, ladies and gentlemen, of the Radio Network's weekly review show. It is, of course, WCWUS Power Hour. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WCWUS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you, as, of course, as we, as we run down all of our shows here in the Radio Network here for the past week, of course, what took place, and give our thoughts and opinions about each show. And of course, here uh, also also this afternoon, we will definitely we'll be starting with our uh, weekend wrestling history, of course, for today. Uh, find out what happened on on this date, on today's date here in wrestling history, and then of course we'll be bringing you our uh, latest update on the number of downloads for this week, courtesy of TalkShoe.com. Uh, just a small note: uh, unfortunately, the Iceman JD Jerry Drama will not be able to join us here this evening due to a prior commitment. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, we will we will hear from him, of course, coming up Monday afternoon, of course, on WWS Raw Radio, call ID one three eight seven four four pound, as they give, of course, uh, their thoughts and predictions on the thoughts and opinions about the aftermath of Money in the Bank 2017. And speaking of 2000, speaking of Money in the Bank, we do have an announcement concerning our prediction show tomorrow afternoon, and I'll be coming to that here in just a few moments. If you want to chime in on anything we had to talk about here this afternoon on episode number 59 of Power Hour, feel free to give us a call right here, of course, right here <clears throat> this afternoon, 1724-444-7444, call ID 141-364-POUND, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we had to talk about here, of course, <clears throat> here as we review everything that went on in the radio network this past week, and so on and so forth. Let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and <clears throat> bring you our our wrestling history here 
forward today here, June the 17th. Accumulated. I'm just having to take care of a minor thing here with our with my computer here. Just making sure that it's everything is still in tip top shape here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and uh, continue forward through. My apologies about that. Let's go ahead and continue on. And we start with our wrestling history here for today, like I said, June this, for June the 17th. <clears throat> 33 years ago today, which would put it at, let's see, 19, 1984, at a WWF TV taping in Bloomington, Minnesota, AWA legend Maurice Mad Dog Vachon makes his WWF <clears throat> debut. The five-time AWA world champion was 54 at the time he joined the company. That worked against him in the changing landscape of the WWF. He was rarely featured on television, but did appear for WWF house shows in the Midwestern United States and Quebec, where he was most well-known. Vachon, one of the most feared and hated men in wrestling, was a beloved hero by this time, as his career was winding down. Bashan retired officially in September of 1986. Two other ex-AWA stalwarts were featured in the main event as WWF Hulk, champion Hulk Hogan defeated the David Schultz. Working as ring announcer for the show, another ex-AWA talent in Mean Gene Okerlund. 30... 32 years ago today, which would put it at 1985, at a WWF TV taping in Poughkeepsie, New York, former NWA World Heavyweight Champion Terry Funk makes his WWF debut. He defeated Aldo Marino by submission. Prior to the match, Funk attacked ring attendant Mel Phillips when he put Funk's hat on his head because his hands were full of Funk's ring gear. Also making his debut in the same taping with a win over Aldo Marino is Macho Man Randy Savage. Most recently from the Memphis-based Continental Wrestling Association, Savage came into the WWF build as wrestling's hottest free agent. Managers Bobby Heenan, Mr. Fuji, Freddie Blassie, Jimmy Hart, and Johnny V were all at ringside scouting Savage. The taping also featured a title change, as the U.S. Express, Mike Rotundo and Barry Windham defeated the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov to win the WWF Tag Team titles. 22 years ago today, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, <clears throat> the Sandman defeated Cactus Jack. The 20 years ago would put it at 1995, by the way, excuse me. The, of course, like I said, in Philadelphia. 
The Sandman defeated Cactus Jack via knockout in a barbed wire massacre to retain the ECW World Heavyweight title. Highlights of the match were aired on the June 27th edition of ECW Hardcore TV. A small note about this, the match does contain graphic content and may not be suitable for all viewers. Referee Bill Alfonso refused to award a decision to Cactus Jack after Sandman did not answer the 10 count, saying a barbed wire match could not be won on a standing 10 count knockout. Sandman then grabbed Cactus Jack from behind and choked him with barbed wire, knocking him out and winning the match. When fans finally realized that Cactus did not win the title, they were pissed. Alfonso was being chased around the ring by Paul Heyman and 911, who wanted to choke slam Alfonso. The audience surged and shoved the railing against the ring apron in an attempt to trap Alfonso. He barely jumped the ring and eventually made it backstage. Alfonso had to be smuggled out of the building in the trunk of a car because fans were waiting for Alfonso by his car with baseball bats. On the same show, the gangsters, New Jack and Mufasa, Mustafa Saeed made their ECW debuts, attacking ECW Tag Team Champions, the public enemy. 21 years ago today, put it at 1996. <clears throat> New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Skydiving J from Budokan Hall in Tokyo, Japan. The show's hook was an entire card of junior heavyweight championship matches. Lance Storm and Yuki Yazuakawa defeated El Samurai and Norio Honaga to retain the, the War International Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Masayoshi Motigi defeated Shiru to retain the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship. Ran Hamada defeated Tatsuhito Takiawaya to retain the WWA World, he World Lightweight Heavyweight Championship. World Light Heavyweight Championship, there you go. Shinjiro Otani defeated Kazushi Sakuraba to win the vacated UWA World Light Heavyweight title. Super Delphine defeated Taka Mishinoku to retain the CMLL Welterweight Championship. Ultimo Dragon defeated Grand no Naniwa to retain the, the War International Junior Heavyweight title. Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Dick Togo to win the British Commonwealth Junior Heavyweight Championship. And Great Sasuke defeated Black Tiger to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Post-match, Jushin Thunder Liger challenged all the other champions, including El Samurai, who at the time was the WWF Light Heavyweight Champion, to a tournament with everyone's belts on the line. All the champions obliged, tossing their belts in the middle of the ring. This would be the basis for the J-Crown Tournament. Fifteen years ago today, which was put in 2002, on Raw from Oakland, California, Vince McMahon addressed the walkout and subsequent firing of Stone Cold Steve Austin publicly for the first time since his walkout a week earlier. In a surprise appearance, so did The Rock. And, of course, there's a video about that right there if you want to look at the video on this page. Ten years ago today, put in 2007, TNA presented Slammiversary 5, the Nashville Municipal Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. The show featured the first television interview of Jeff Jarrett following the passing of his wife, Jill, 
of breast cancer the previous month. Jarrett said he did not know when or if he would wrestle again. Jarrett returned to the ring in September of 2008. And here the match that took place at Slammiversary 5. Rhino and Sinchi defeated Latin American Exchange, Homicide, and Hernandez. Jay Lethal defeated Chris Saban to win the TNA X Division title. Jerry Lynn and Frank Wycheck defeated James Storm and Ron Killings. Bob Backlund defeated Alex Shelley. The Voodoo Ken Mafia, Kip and B.G. James, defeated Basham and Damaja. Eric Young defeated Robert Rude. Team 3D, Brother Ray and Brother Devon, defeated Rick Steiner and Road Warrior Animal to retain the TNA World Tag Team titles. Scott Steiner was scheduled to compete with his brother Rick, but he suffered a life-threatening injury while competing in Puerto Rico a few weeks before the show. Sting, Sting defeated Christopher Daniels, Abyss defeated Tomko in a no-DQ match, and Kurt Angle defeated Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Chris Harris, and Christian Cage in a King of the Mountain match to win the vacant TNA World Heavyweight title. Six years ago today, put it at 2011, in an interview with the Los Angeles Times, Shane McMahon openly addressed for the first time his decision to leave WWE, a decision he called brutal. In the interview, Shane said about why he was considered one of the successors. He saw that his father Vince wasn't going anywhere. He goes on to say that it wasn't the hardest decision I've ever had to make. I didn't want to wake up when I, when I was 70 and say I should have done that. Shane also said that tension between he and his father existed this day over his exit. Whether or not the tension remains today is a question that can only be answered by the McMahons. Shane, of course, returned to the company in February of 2016. <clears throat> Excuse me, Six years ago today, also 2011, TNA releases former Ring of Honor world champion Stephen Hayworth of course, otherwise known as Nigel McGuinness. He spent a largely disappointing 18 months there as Desmond Wolfe. He had been largely off television in his final few months. Though near the end of his run, he was the commissioner of TNA Explosion. He revealed in a podcast late last year that he had tested positive for hepatitis B. He returned to Ring of Honor two months later and had the first Ring of Honor on Sinclair tapings. Six years ago today, also put at 2011, a jury in Georgia awards the Benoit family, represented by Nancy's mother, Maureen Topoloni, $125,000 in compensatory damages and $19.6 million in punitive damages after Hustler magazine published nude photographs of the late Nancy Benoit in March 2008 nine months after her murder at the hands of Chris Benoit in June of 2007. Of course, that's still up for debate there as well. Right after the verdict was announced, the judge presided over the case, U.S. District Court Judge Thomas W. Thrash Jr. ruled the magazine was only liable for $250,000 in punitive damages, signing the state of Georgia's law in regards to a cap on punitive damages. This meant LFP Publishing Group, the company behind Hustler, only liable for a total of $375,000 in damages. The lawyers representing Benoit's, Benoit's family filed an appeal, citing the defendant acted with intent to harm. In May 2012, the, 
11th Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals in Atlanta throws out the judgment in its entirety, citing lack of evidence. The TLDR, the nearly $20 million award to the Benoit family was reduced to $375,000 on a technicality and reduced to nothing on an appeal. Four years ago today, would put it at 2013, WWE presented No Way Out from the IZOD Center in East Rutherford, New Jersey. About 10,000 people were in attendance, with 194,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's up from 170,000 for the June 2011 event, Capital Punishment. Here are some of the matches that took place during this event. In a pre-show match, Brodus Clay defeated David Otunga by countout. Sheamus defeated Dolph Ziggler to retain the World Heavyweight title. Santino Morella defeated Ricardo Rodriguez in a tuxedo match. Christian defeated Cody Rhodes to retain the Intercontinental title. The primetime players, Darren Young and Titus O'Neil, defeated Epico and Primo, International Airstrike, Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd, and the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, to become the number one contender for the WWE Tag Team titles. Layla defeated Beth Phoenix to retain the WWE Divas title. Sin Cara defeated Hunico. CM Punk defeated Daniel Bryan and Kane in a triple threat match to retain the WWE title. Ryback defeated Dan Delaney and Rob Grimes in a two-on-one handicap match in just 98 seconds. And John Cena defeated the Big Show in a steel cage match. As Big Show lost, General Manager John Laurinaitis was fired. If John Cena lost, he would have been fired. One year ago today, 2016, Shine Wrestling presented Shine 35 from the Orpheum in Wybor City, Florida. He believes he defeated Kelly Slater, Mia Yim, Nicole Matthews, and Santina Garrett in a five-way elimination match to win the Money in the Bank briefcase for a future Shine Championship. And here are the match, and here's how that happened. Mia Yim was counted out. Santina Garrett eliminated Kelly Skater. Nicole Matthews eliminated Santina Garrett, and Eva Lisi eliminated Nicole Matthews. And here are some other matches that took place as well. Luscious Latasha and Maria Maria defeated Rhea O'Reilly and Viper. Kellyanne Fiend and de- defeated Chelsea Green. BTY, Jamie Jameson, and Marty Bell defeated Evie and Shaza McKenzie to retain the Shine Tag Team titles. Rachel Ellering, of course, the daughter of Hall of Fame manager Paul Ellering, defeated Tessa Blanchard, of course, the daughter of Four Horsemen member Tully Blanchard, defeated Kaylee Ray, <clears throat> and Eva Lisi defeated Taylor Maid, Madison Eagles, and Allison Kay via submission to win the Shine Championship. Madison's Shimmer Championship and Allison's TNA Knockouts Championships were also at stake. Eva Lisi cashed in her money in the bank prior to the match. And and we have one birthday here today, ladies and gentlemen. It's a happy, hopefully it's happy, 49th birthday today, the Piracel legend, Minoru Suzuki. Suzuki is a two-time All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown champion, a former IWGP Tag Team champion, and former GHC heavyweight champion in Pro Wrestling NOAA. After spending the last two years with NOAA as part of an invasion angle with his stable Suzuki gun, Minoru and his stable returned to New Japan Pro Wrestling in January of 2017. 
He is currently the never openweight champion, defeating Hiroki Goto in April. It's Suzuki's first ever, sing- first ever singles title with New Japan. Suzuki is also an accomplished mixed martial artist and amateur wrestler. He's the founder of Pancrease, one, one of the world's first MMA organizations, and was their second ever world champion. He was an alternate for the Japanese Olympic wrestling team and a former national champion in freestyle wrestling. He was also a motion capture actor for the Tekken series of video games. So if you've ever seen those video games, you know, you might have seen some that kind of some of his some of his moves look somewhat similar to some of the characters in that game. So quite interesting indeed there with. Uh, so happy birthday to Minoru Suzuki, forty nine years old today. And ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there in our wrestling um, history and birthdays here for today. Before we get to the course of our review of all of our shows this past week, I'll take care of this one more time. Uh, 1-724-444-7444. Call ID 141-364-POUND. This is episode number 59 of WWS Power Hour. Of course, this is Saturday, June 17, 2017. Once again, I am Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you. <clears throat> of course, as we said before, uh, the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, uh was unable to make it here today due to a prior commitment, uh, but uh, he will be back on WWS Raw Radio on on Monday afternoon as he, he will talk about his, his, uh, his make his, give his thoughts and, thoughts and opinions about what took place at, uh, at Money in the Bank. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, on Wild Radio, Monday afternoon from 3 to 5. Of course, call ID 138-744-POUND on that. And speaking of our show, let's go ahead and dive right on into it here, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> First off, of course, let's uh, start with, of course, the Monday afternoon tradition, WWS Raw Radio. Of course, the Ice, first King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, the Ice Manager, D.J. Rolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and a plethora of others came on, of course, to talk about uh, their takes on what will happen this Sunday at Money in the Bank. Uh, also, of course, uh, they talked about uh, <clears throat> some of the latest wrestling news and views that came in that day, as well as, of course, as well as, of course, like I said, the uh, uh, history and birthdays here, of course. John brought, brought, of course, this past Saturdays and Sundays as well, of course. Um, you did hear him from me, of course, on Power Hour and our promo this past Sunday. Uh, but like I said, uh, John will definitely, of course, just kind of recap, kind of, uh, yeah, kind of recap what, uh, what I said over the weekend, of course, with our histories here. You know, there's a lot of people may not get a chance to listen to Power Hour or the promo we I do on uh, Sunday nights. So uh, that's that's quite all right, though. But <clears throat> also, of course, he brings the, the history and birthdays here for Monday. Uh, of course, there was a few little extra little things I'm sure that they did. In addition, of course, they brought you the uh, raw ratings and predictions here for this past uh, for this past this the raw from this past Monday night. Uh, the rating, of course. Predictions on ratings, predictions on the main event for the, the Monday, this Monday Night Raw. So, the Raw Radio will be big time here this this Monday night, I mean, this Monday afternoon from three to five, as 
GTS, JD, John, and of course I'm sure a few other folks will pop on as they give their thoughts and opinions and talk about what took place at <clears throat> what took place at like I said, Money in the Bank tomorrow night. And of course what will take place on Raw uh, <clears throat> this coming uh this coming Monday night as well. So join it from three to five. <clears throat> right here, uh one three eight seven four four pound. Next up, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is our Double Dose Part 1. Of course, we, of course, bring you uh, WWS Wrestling Revisited. Uh, I'm, I do know that the Iceman did take care of the show. I think King and W was unable to make it on. Uh, of course, there was some big-time, uh, I'm sure some big-time discussions here, of course, going in towards Money in the Bank. So Wrestling Revisited, of course, they'll hop back into the, the, the time machine one more time this Tuesday night from 7 to 8. Of course, call ID 139-926-POUND. Of course, Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, we went back, of course, to a group that we had not uh, used for quite some time for, I don't think we ever used it before, for our live video feeds for our group tour. And, of course, we went to the group dedicated to the XWF, of course, the short-lived promotion that was founded by the mouth of the South Kimmy Hart uh, <clears throat> so long ago. But, of course, we did our live video feed for Tuesday's Revolution from that. We did talk about, of course, the latest wrestling news and views. We did bring up some history and birthdays. Uh, of course, also, we brought up our thoughts about what happened on Raw this past Monday night. Uh, a lot of interesting things did take place, of course, coming up, uh, including, of course, where we did talk about the, the encounter between Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe, of course, leading in towards next month towards uh, Great Balls of Fire. Uh, of course, there's going to be a little bit more discussion about that here in just a few minutes. But Revolution for this past Tuesday night, of course, very good. And be sure to catch it again as we do, as we, of course, will, <clears throat> as we will talk about, of course, Raw once again. And also bring you the latest news and views and history and birthdays from the panel with, from, from King Ice and, of course, the human super machine, John Gross. And, of course, a few little wrestling histories will come your way, too. So Revolution, 138055-pound this Tuesday night, 138 I said 138055 pound from 9 to 11 p.m. This Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, this past Wednesday, of course, we did double the, we did our triple threat Wednesday. First off, we started off with WWS Outside the Ropes, as JD and I did talk about uh, the latest uh, new news coming through the feed. I did also bring up a couple of wrestling related stories. Uh, of course, uh, we were talking about the encounter between Lesnar and Samoa Joe. Uh, one story that did, that, did, that did come up to our attention. Uh, was the uh, story that Hall of Fame announcer Jim Ross was interested in make, doing the play-by-play for that match, and hopefully, like I said, WWE has listened to him, and maybe they'll maybe they'll you know allow allow him to do so. I'm not sure. Uh, also, of course, uh, mm, also it was brought up about the match between Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Uh, JD did bring that up, and of course we brought up one other. Uh, I do believe it has something to do with the uh, uh, the, the possibly the uh, women's uh, Money in the Bank ladder match coming up this Sunday. But uh, of course we had a couple of polls. I popped up, made a couple of polls on the Revolution Radio Facebook page that had some real promising results. And you'll be, you'll be able to list, you'll be able to, to still vote on those as well uh, on those two polls. The one about if should Jim Ross call the call the uh, Lesnar Joe Universal Title match at Great Balls of Fire, 
And the other one is that uh, <clears throat> should the women's money in the bank ladder match be the main event of this Sunday's money in the bank pay-per-view. And we've had some good responses here for both polls so far, so we'll tell you more about those here in a little bit. But all in all, outside the ropes was a great show. Of course, J.D. once again uh, struck it out of the park here with another uh, movie trivia challenge. And we'll do that all again here this Wednesday night from 6.30 to 7.30. Of course, on TalkShoe.com, call ID uh, 141-387-POUND. Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, WWS Wrestling Debate. As I do believe uh, Gerard and JD and maybe a couple other folks did pop on as they, of course, continue to talk about, you know, what what will happen with Money in the Bank and a few other little pieces of wrestling discussion as well. Of course, what happened on Raw, what happened on SmackDown, what happened on SmackDown and everything of that nature. So this, so this, the wrestling debate was, of course, again, a great show. And, of course, there'll be a whole lot to be debating about this coming Wednesday night from 8 to 9, of course, right here on TalkShoot.com. Call ID, like I said, 139-925-pound, of course, as, of course, Raw and SmackDown will be talked about, and I'm sure Money in the Bank will also be brought up as well. Of course, Revolution this past <clears throat> this past uh, Wednesday night as well, of course, we did our, we did our, yes, we did our live video feed, of course, from WWS HIAF Alliance. Uh, of course, once again, we brought up uh, <clears throat> some more wrestling news and reviews. John brought up some wrestling history and birthdays. Uh, we did talk about, of course, uh, Smack by SmackDown before Money in the Bank about how big how big it was going in towards going in towards this Sunday. Uh, all in all, like I said it was a, a great show, and of course, we'll. Uh, and of course, I, and of course, like I said, we'll definitely have a lot to talk about this coming Wednesday night. Of course, as we talk about, in addition to what happened, what happened on SmackDown this this coming Tuesday night, we'll definitely be talking about the results of Money in the Bank 2017. So be sure to join us for that. Like I said, call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This past Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Top Heel Inc. was preempted, uh, so there was not an episode of that uh, Thursday night. Uh, it should be vanilla back up on back back on the air this Thursday night from <clears throat> from like I said seven to eight p.m. Of course one four zero five six two pounds. This past uh, Thursday night, of course, we had the second installment in NWO Wolfpack, where of course we did where we did uh, of course the, the video feed for Wolfpack from of course the group started by our own resident independent wrestler Ronda Rush Wright, uh, wrestling done right by the way. Of course, once again, more wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays, uh, and also, of course, some some average, some big time discussion here. Of course, uh, like I said, once again, as we continue to strive forward towards Money in the Bank uh, tomorrow at tomorrow evening. So, NWO Wolfpack this past this coming Thursday night, one three eight up to one pound. We'll definitely be having some more big time talk here in the wrestling world. Last night, of course, on Revolution, uh, <clears throat> my, uh, we, of course, was brought to you once again the latest wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Uh, we had some, we had two little tidbits of discussion about Money in the Bank this coming Sunday. King and W.O. Duarte Smith did make it on as well. Uh, and also, of course, what I had heard prior to Revolution coming on the air that the last kicker, Anne Marie Rickenbach, had challenged the Iceman here, D.J. Almo, 
to a trivia title match where she put her Global Force Wrestling US, GFW US World Heavyweight title belt on the line in a in a match of ten rant questions about random wrestling trivia. Uh, JD did come out on top, but of course, uh, in a very good gesture, a good a good bar of sportsmanship, JD did not accept the belt. He returned the belt to he returned the belt to its its current champion, the last kicker, Anne Marie Rickenbaum. But also, uh, Anne and Anne and JD, of course, once again, will have at some point down the road another contest. Uh, this time, of course, with them making the, their bets, which I'll which I will bring up a little bit more. Uh, which was JD and John and Anne did bring to make their predictions for Monday back 2017, which I will read tomorrow during the prediction show. But uh, one of them, one of the matches here <clears throat> does involve, like I said, a, a special once again trivia contest, and actually one or uh, uh, Anne and JD have put up a a a, a specific trivia championship belt on the line here that if whoever wins if their particular person wins this particular match is actually the match you're referring to is the women's money in the bank ladder match and uh, jd has picked one one person and has picked somebody else and if the person that jd chooses wins then ann must put her belt up for grabs and if jd wins uh, if ann wins jd must put his belt up on the line and will put up if if JD wins and will put up the WCWS YG or Young Generation Championship in a trivia contest. But if but if and like I said, JD chose Charlotte for this match and Ann chose Tamina. So just to reiterate this, I will mention this. So I'll mention a little bit more further tomorrow afternoon. But to mention this a little bit further, if Ann if Tamina wins. And that means JD must put up his belt, which is supposed to be the NJPW New Japan Pro Wrestling NJPW US World Title on the line in a tribute contest. But if but but, but Charlotte wins this match, then Ann must no 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 no. I'm sorry, excuse me. If Ann wins, oh that no. If JD wins, then Ann okay okay. Ladies and gentlemen, my apologies here. I just got a little bit tongue-tied here. Let's go over this one more time. J.D. has chosen Charlotte to win the, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, and Ann has chosen Tamina to win the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. If Charlotte wins this match, then Ann must put up the WWUS Young Generation Championship matchup a belt in a trivia match, in a, in a trivia contest. <clears throat> If Tamina wins, that means that JD must put up, as he stated, the NJPW US world title in a trivia contest as well. So there you go. So we will be listening on that to see who will pull off the victory in that. And like I said, I'm sure it'll be null and void if I, if neither one of them wins. But of course, you know, they say in WWE anything can happen. Myself and King NWO will definitely be bringing our predictions in this. This uh, tomorrow afternoon on our prediction trip as well. Uh, we do not know if we'll hear anything from the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. She has been she's been under the weather here in recent memory. 
Uh, we'll try to find out something. Maybe we might be able to bring her predictions in with ours uh, tomorrow uh, evening. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you there you have it with our shows here for Power Hours and One On right now. Uh, and of course, remember, like I said, speaking of our prediction show tomorrow, like I said, a special edition of Revolution One Three Eight Zero Five Five Pound this Sunday. <clears throat> this Sunday, this uh, Sunday at tomorrow tomorrow afternoon, like I said at five o'clock. I said special edition of Revolution Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. with of course with the with the historic women's money in the bank ladder match taking place tomorrow night, which we all feel should be the main event of this match. I have officially decided, like this, since I did not mention this this past Sunday in my promos, then we will do the live video feed for the prediction show for the special with additional revolution for the prediction show for Money in the Bank at the group dedicated to, like I said, the the, the female uh, wrestling elite, which is uh, the group called Women of WCWUS, which, of course, is headed up by the last kicker herself, Miss Anne-Marie Rickenbach. <clears throat> and I'm saying that group is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS female elite. So if you want to join up so and so then, and, and remember and remember there ladies, the group is just for you, the guys, it's not for the guys. Uh the only guys that in are in that group are of course admins, so I guess we have to make any alterations to the group or what have you. Um but for the most part, like I said, it is for ladies only. So if you want to listen to that as well, you know, you can get your thoughts and predictions on that as well. We'd love to hear what you have to say about it here as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and dive right on in here to, of course, let's go ahead and dive right on in to our, like I said, our number of downloads, courtesy of TalkShoe.com. Uh, let's see how, and of course, we're still, like I said, going through this week right here to week ending today, the 17th. Let's see how outside the ropes did. Uh, so far, outside the ropes does not have any does not have any downloads listed. But I'm sure that number will change here really, really soon. And this was updated as of last night, around close to t- ten o'clock Eastern time. See how Power Hour did for the week here so far. Uh, we don't have any recorded. We don't have any episodes recorded yet because we're doing it right now. But we do have one download listed so far, which is like I said, that's that's, that's a good start there. Uh, I said there was not an episode of Top Hill Inc. Uh, let us check Rest and Revisited. And I believe I believe I'm not mistaken. I don't think there was an arrest and revisited. I mean, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. My apologies. There was not an episode at all of arrest and revisited this week. I forgot about that as well. But we will be we'll be definitely be bringing that back on the air this uh, Tuesday night. My apologies about that. I did not. I forgot all about that. That it was preempted. My my apologies. But of course, one three nine nine two six pound 
Tuesday night from 7 to 8 p.m. to catch, that, catch the next edition of Wrestling Revisit. Wrestling Debate. So far, we don't have any downloads listed, but that number could that number could change here uh, before the end of the week comes around. Let's see how Raw Radio did here. And ladies and gentlemen, Raw Radio is also before the fans start mentioning here to you that we are approaching a milestone here. Uh, 97 episodes already under its belt. Uh, we've got uh, the number 98 coming up this Monday, and then June 26 will be <clears throat> will be episode number 99, and July 3rd will be, of course, the historic 100th episode of Raw Radio. Be sure to join Gerard, JD, and the rest of the gang for that. Coming up here on Raw Radio. Let's see how Raw Radio did for the week. So far, nothing. We don't have anything listed for Raw Radio yet. But that number, like I said, these numbers, these numbers possibly will change going towards, like I said, the end of the week here. Going towards probably into in the morning. Uh, NWO Wolfpack. Let's see how the NWO Wolfpack fares. No downloads for there either. Hmm. Unless, of course, I haven't had an opportunity to really Let's see how let's see how the mothership did here this week. And the week that ended on the, the week that ended on the tenth did actually actually did did quite well here. It did end up getting ten downloads, which was very good indeed. Uh, so far, uh, of course, the last night's episode of Revolution has not been recorded, but we do have one download listed for Revolution here so far. And of course, we'll check the promos as well, see how the promos did. Because uh, we have heard there are a lot of folks that do download this and do listen to it. Um, so they found they always find this a little bit entertaining. Of course, with us adding the we add some recent history in and, and uh, a couple of the little things there too. And it actually got two downloads in for this week, so which is very good. So it's it's it, a lot of shows are like I said we don't have official numbers yet but I'm sure we'll tomorrow during our uh, during our promo we'll definitely do a double check see if we've got an update on the number of downloads for each show uh, but like I said this was as of before 10 o'clock last night 10 o'clock Eastern last night so now a whole lot was able to uh, and a whole lot was able to take place it seems it seems so on that note there ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, like I said, due to a uh, uh, situation going on with uh, the power systems on my computer, I'm unfortunately going to have to kind of end this a little bit early. But I want to thank you for for, for listening in here this afternoon. And, of course, like I said, please be sure to listen to all of our shows here in the radio network here this week. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to join us for the special edition of Revolution this 
uh, tomorrow afternoon at, some, at 5 o'clock. Of course, as we talk about Money in the Bank 2017 versus Special Edition of Revolution, call ID 138055 pounds. We'll give our thoughts and predictions on each match. And, of course, we'll do uh, a, a couple of bets here and there. And, uh, <clears throat> and that way we can, uh, and that way, like, so, so you'll be at real. Also, we will read the predictions made by the Ice Manager, DJ Rolamo, even Super Machine, John Gross, and the last kicker, Anne Marie Rickenbach. Uh, and of course, everyone will get to weigh in on their thoughts and opinions as well. And there may be some more bets made. Who knows? So we'll have to wait and see. On that note, we thank you for listening in this afternoon for episode 59 of the Power Hour. And of course, we're not. I have not heard from King and WWRT Smith that there will be an episode of Attitude Radio, so there probably is not going to be one. Um, of course, if, if we do, we'll we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely throw a word out there to you here uh, sometime before before showtime. But uh, nothing has been said as of yet. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but uh, we will keep everybody informed of that as well. Will the entire panel way too tough to the entire panel way too tough to handle? This is Mr. WS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you for so much for listening this afternoon for episode number fifty nine of Power Hour. And of course, as always, Power Hour is a broadcast of the WCWUS radio network right here on TalkShoot.com. Over two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain <clears throat> your wrestling connection. We will join you, of course, tomorrow afternoon at 5 for our prediction show for Money in the Bank. And then, of course, I'll be bringing later on in the evening, I'll be bringing on our our promo here, of course, for to give a heads up on what will take place on all of our shows this, this coming week, as well as bringing you some, a little bit of wrestling uh, history for, uh, for tomorrow night. And, and of course, uh, whatever else happens, we'll also we'll try to give you a little update if we can on what has taken place at Money in the Bank. So, thank you very much for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other here, folks. Play it safe. And, of course, to all the fathers out there, those who have been fathers for, of course, a very, very long time, and those who are just becoming fathers for the very first time, have a very safe and happy Father's Day. Uh, Just know that your children do love you. And, like I said, we'll... They will always, like I said, be there, be there for you. They'll always lend a helping hand. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other. See you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.